Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. With us from the Weekly Standard is John McCormick, who's been writing about the developments in the Republican primary, in particular, Jeb Bush. And I think it's safe to say, John, that Jeb had a bad week last week. And I don't know that co-opting the slogan from the kids show, Bob the Builder, is really going to take him over the top. Am I missing something? Um, I don't know. I don't think things look very good right now for Jeb Bush. Uh, you know, obviously his uh, attack on Marco Rubio's vo- voting record in the Senate or his missed votes didn't work out very well when Rubio pointed out that Bush had supported John McCain and had missed many votes and that never stopped him from supporting McCain. Um, but I think, you know, things took an even worse turn for Bush last week when his campaign leaked this memo that said that, you know, there are things in Marco Rubio's past that are concerning, sort of, you know, very vague uh, cryptic message in there. And the Ruby and the Romney campaign came back and said, well, the, sorry, just to back up a second. Uh, the Bush folks uh, said that they were referring to things that the Romney campaign had uncovered during the 2012 uh, vetting process for vice presidential potential uh, nominees, uh, running mates for Mitt Romney. And the, the Romney folks came back out and said, there's nothing to this whatsoever. And so, um, you know, the Bush campaign, it just it, it's, it's one thing to go against somebody and to, you know, be, run a tough, hard campaign. It's a completely uh, a whole different thing to, you know, begin suggesting that there are some things that are troubling, concerning in someone's past and then being unwilling to even say what those things are. So, you know, I, I think that's cowardly. I think that's the definition of cowardly. It's uh, it's pretty sleazy, too. You know, a lot of people who are speculating publicly now about what what there might or might not be in Marco Rubio's background, um, you know, not a really nice way for, uh, you know, Jeb Bush, he's widely regarded as a good man, but uh, this doesn't look too good for him right now. Uh, let's stick with the uh, Bob the Builder uh, story there, Jeb. We can fix it or he can fix it because this is the kind of the fixes in politics that Republicans got used to uh, in the uh, 90s and the aughts when the establishment was picking nominees. You would pick your guy and whether the grassroots liked him or not didn't matter because you were going to unleash on the opponents and drive everyone off the field. And South Carolina back in the day was a state where you could take your guy and count on the Republican political machine to crush them there. Well, those days are over. Is Jeb Bush really going to try to win the nomination by essentially leaving a scorched earth field of GOP nominees behind him? Well, well, that certainly seems to be, you know, the the theory behind his attacks on Rubio, that if he can just win the establishment primary, you know, he'll eventually grind it out, turn it into a Trump versus Bush race um, or Trump versus Carson or sorry, Bush versus Carson or Bush versus Cruz. Uh, the only problem is, you know, even if he get even if he succeeds and if he you know somehow manages to crush Rubio, he's still got to crush, you know, Chris Christie. I think at this point, if uh, Rubio flames out, you're going to see a lot more people giving Chris Christie a second look than Jeb Bush. So he's got to beat all of us, you know, win the establishment lane. The bigger problem for Jeb, for Jeb is that it doesn't even seem that he's the a candidate who can win a Trump versus Bush race. There's a poll that just came out a, a few weeks ago that showed in a national race, uh, Trump would beat Bush head to head by 18 points. Uh, a candidate like Rubio actually beats Trump head to head. So I, I just I think that you know the problem with Jeb ultimately is Jeb. Uh, he, as people said, you know he's a good man. He was a conservative governor, um, but you know I don't think that the party's in the mood for a, a third Bush uh, to put up against the second Clinton. Uh, it's just it, the party's in the mood for sort of an, a change, change election, and uh, Jeb Bush doesn't represent that change. Exactly, and that's uh, you know echoes in this 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 strategy. This I'm going to uh, good, do good old fashioned uh, uh, you know, uh, opposition research can, campaigning 
which we've had. We've had that for, you know, 20 years. It, to me, it's almost as if Jeb refused. It's, it's like he jumped in the DeLorean going the wrong way, John, and he's, you know, he's going to stay back there, darn it, and he's going to keep campaigning like Obama never happened, like the Tea Party never happened, like the media revolution never happened. And I just, I, I, I'm watching and go, does he really think this can work? Is Are people around him saying it can work? Uh, or is it just a, well, if I'm not going to win, I'm going to take as many people down with me as I can? Well, you'd have to give them the you know benefit of the doubt that they actually think they they can win. That this isn't just uh, you know a, a peak, a fit of rage that you know Marco Rubio should have waited his turn and and uh, you know like led Jeb Bush and waited ten years too late to run for president. Uh, you know, I think that, you know, the, the precedent for this would be Mitt Romney, where, you know, Romney in 2012, he dispatched his challengers who all each, you know, rose up and he batted them down. You know, Rick Perry on immigration, he pretty much defeated him on that issue. When Newt Gingrich surged, uh, Romney went hard after him on Newt's, you know, consulting or whatever he did for Freddie May or Freddie Mac and Sally May. Um, the difference is those were ideological issues right. on which Romney could get to the right of those candidates. And that's the problem for Jeb taking the sort of process issue, which, you know, it might make sense. Listen, if, if the Florida primary were very early, uh, that might make sense. But Florida's not up until uh, March 15th, if I'm not wrong. So, you know, th this race, I don't think that Jeb's going to, you know, necessarily be around till March 15th if he doesn't win in early state or, or do very, very well um, in, in New Hampshire. So um, I just don't really see what exactly the, the theory behind this process attack was. Um, John, what's been the response from the Rubio campaign thus far, both the micro, like their immediate, you know, what they're saying, and then the broader strategy if one is starting to shape up about how they intend to react to this? Well, you know, Rubio's been pretty disciplined in refusing to, to hit back at Jeb, and you saw that in the debate. I mean, the remarkable thing was that aside from the line about you know, supporting John McCain, which was devastating. Basically, everything that Rubio said in response to Jeb, which was also very effective, saying that someone convinced you to do this, I'm not going to trash you, I'm not running against you or anyone else on the stage, I'm running against Hillary Clinton. He's been, that's his stump speech line, that's his interview. I mean, he said that basically verbatim to me a few weeks earlier when I asked him about, you know, accusation that he's the GOP Obama, the suggestions right. from Jeb Bush. Um, so the fact that, you know, Team Jeb knew exactly what Rubio was going to say, aside from the McCain comment, and still went ahead with that attack anyway, I mean, I think that was pretty silly. A lot of people were already saying ahead of time that, you know, Jeb Bush is about to make a big mistake. And sure enough, he did. Where do you think the Republican Party is watching this? Because uh, I get a real sense that the grassroots folks are kind of beyond this level of politics. It's as though you've, they, the Bush campaign hasn't seen what Trump has been able to do, where Trump had essentially a small glacier worth of negative stuff said about him, just dropped right on him. And Trump stuck with the message people wanted to hear and kept finding ways to pick the fights they wanted to fight. And it had no impact on them. Does, I mean, is this a just yet again just a miscalculation or do they think that Rubio can't do what Trump is doing? And do you agree with me that this just isn't the kind of campaign Republicans are in a mood for in 2016? Well, I don't think so. I don't think it's a, the campaign that Jeb Bush is in a mood for. That's you know, right. He he famously said that he wanted to run uh, joyfully. I think it you know they, they originally thought they were going to turn this into a a Trump versus Bush race by going after Trump. Trump's been terrible for Jeb Bush. You know, tr Trump has, Bush has been unable to to really beat back uh, Trump on any issue aside from you know the nine eleven issue that I think that. Bush came out, got the better of that issue. Um, but other than that, you know, it's made him look sort of out of out of touch. Uh, you know, he's, he's sort of um, just kind of flailing here and there. Well, I fear is, and, and you tell me if I'm just missing this, but 
watching the Bushes now for, oh, jeez, 25 years, whatever, they have a, there's a competitive spirit, very much a kind of a country club, you know, uh, tennis court. Uh, George W. Bush was famous when he would get in a tough tennis match. He used to shout as he'd hit the ball, unleash Chang, referencing a CIA, you know, theoretical strategy that they were going to lease Chiang Kai-shek onto the mainland against China back in the 50s. In other words, they're very, they're, they're nice enough, affable New England you know what I'm saying? Kind of that the waspy guys. But when the fight starts, they will fight dirty. I saw it in the 2000 race. I was in South Carolina and saw what they did to John McCain. It was pretty scary. And that's what concerns me. Should we be concerned that the that, that aspect of Bushism may return and hurt the party in, in some fundamental way, hurt Rubio in some way that, that you know uh, really undermines a quality candidate? Well, I, I think that, you know, the primary process is important in getting these issues out there. I mean, if there is something uh, in Rubio's past that could be damaging or even devastating, uh, you know, Republicans, even Rubio fans, uh, people across the spectrum ideologically should want the Bush campaign uh, to come out with it. And let's let's know about this now until, you know, Marco Rubio is the nominee uh, and there's nothing that you can do to to take it back. You know, I think people, voters want to go in, you know, knowing if there's some skeleton in his closet. The thing that's the, the real problem here is they're just going about in this very cowardly way and suggesting that there's something something out there, but they won't even say what it is. So, you know, the, the issue here isn't, you know, you know character attacks or uh, it, it's, it's, it's the fact that they're just like tossing this out there and suggesting, you know, hinting, you know, maybe potentially there's some dark things in Rubio's past. Um, you know, so that the problem is, you know, I think they should just, if there are, if there is something real out there, they should just come out and drop it right now. Because, you know, if they think they're, they're sitting on the big, you know, the, the big, the nuclear bomb they're going to drop right. on Rubio in January, they might not be around in January. So, uh, you know, Jeb, if you've got something, if you think you're the only establishment candidate who can win and you need to get Rubio out of the way, do it now, you know, drop it right now. Don't, don't keep up this, you know, ticky tax Senate. Uh, Senate votes issue and then, you know, just hinting like, uh, you know, very childishly and cowardly suggesting there are things that you aren't willing to say what they are. Um, over the weekend, I guess Bush was asked about this memo. Right. And he said, "Well, he didn't see it. You know, he wasn't asked. <laughs> he wasn't asked specifically about this line about the you know stuff in Rubio's past." Um, but you know, I think the honorable thing to do would be to either you know apologize and say, "Hey, we were wrong." The Romney campaign. Now, two of them, two officials, have now said mm -hmm. there's absolutely nothing to it, um, or come out with it. Come out with what they've got and, and have the argument. Who would have thought? three months ago that the skunk at the garden party for the GOP would be a Bush and not a Trump. John McCormick, great reporting in the Weekly Standard. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. You've been listening to the Weekly Standard podcast. Please be sure to check weeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.